Welcome, hardcore gamers and VR enthusiasts from all around the world, to episode 14 of Interactive Chat. Guys, we are here today to talk about PlayStation VR 2. Uh, we're going to break down everything that was shown from the state of play, the Sony showcase, and really finally prove to us that the drought is over and, and showed us that they can deliver what we want them to deliver unto us. And of course, this is interactive chat. So I like to interact with you guys as much as possible. What up, LC2552 beats the musical game cat? I won't sing anymore, I promise. Jay Meow in the house. Woo! What up, man? Good to see you guys. We have a lot, lot, lot to go over. Yes, I am super, duper hyped. Uh, and yeah, man, this finally proved to me that I, I'm wondering, I'm curious. This has been going around. People have been saying that this is the best state of play that Sony have done yet. And I have to agree. I feel like even when they've had the right materials, uh, they've messed up the marketing. And that just wasn't the case here. There was stuff for non-VR gamers. There was stuff definitely for us, which we're going to get to in a second. Um, and it's just everybody was pleased. And that is a hard thing to do. And we're going to go ahead and break it down. What's up, Swift Coder? Scott Jesco, Pepio, Kojima, Super Galaxy God Star. Interactive chat. Uh, you're asking, what does that mean exactly? So the reason I'm a PSVR channel only and not other VR is because I've loved PlayStation my entire life. Uh, I saved up all the money I had at the time and bought myself a PlayStation. My, my, my parents were never really for gaming. They never liked gaming. My mom was more, she was more cool about it than my dad. Um, but my Christmas present to myself was that I was allowed to spend my allowance on a PlayStation and I wanted twisted metal. Um, but I couldn't afford it by the time I bought the PlayStation, but jet moto was on sale. So I bought a PlayStation console with jet moto and it's, uh, been <laughs> amazing ever since. So I'm a hardcore PlayStation fan first and foremost. And then I love VR and just like they showed from the state of play, which we're going to get to, they are the ones that can deliver the experiences that I want. The game, the games that I want, the experiences that I want, the quality that I want from VR, which is basically a, a, the newest medium that I'm in love with because gaming was getting kind of stale before that. So good to see you guys. You stay fly, Game Reaper 740. Um, I do like other stuff as well. I'm not like just a, uh, just because people confuse this all the time. Just because I love PlayStation doesn't mean I don't love other things. Uh, I, I do love Nintendo as well. Uh, Xbox can go fuck itself. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really care. I love Halo. I love uh, Forza Horizon, Sunset Overdrive. Um, I like video games, man. And I just like to play good video games. So get off my back, console warmongers. But anyways, guys, I digress. <laughs> oh, man. This state of play. Guys, I am buzzing. I am buzzing lately. Uh, I feel like I'm still in the honeymoon phase after this state of play because it was just amazing. And there's so much more. This is only the beginning. But during the state of play conference, five 
PlayStation VR 2 games were announced. And, uh, yeah, they were pretty impressive. And we're going to go ahead and break down each single one. I've also got stuff from the PlayStation blog that we're going to break down. We're going to kick things off with Resident Evil 4. They start off with this date, 3-24-2023. A lot of people were wondering, does that have anything to do with the PlayStation VR 2 release date? I don't think so. We know it's quarter one, 2023, and I get why I could totally see why some people think that this little teaser or, or that them starting with that kind of mean could have meant um, that's when PlayStation VR 2 drops. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it just has to do with Resident Evil 4 remake which i'm really really excited to check out because i've played this on the quest i've always struggled with resident evil 4 to be honest i know it's some people's favorite i know a lot of people love it i've kind of been like split on it and but i will say that i've really really enjoyed these remakes that capcom has done with the resident evil series and this one i hope is no exception where yeah, and the the good thing is is that the Quest version already they already have Quest version of the of Resident Evil Four, but it don't look like this. It does not look anywhere near this good. Um, and that was along with some other things. A lot of the stuff in the game is kind of dated. Um, and I've tried so hard. I I I'm on your side, Resident Evil Four fans. I really really for some reason I like parts of this game, but I could just never ever it never completely clicked with me uh but i'm hoping that this is one i believe this is the one the time is meow speaking of meow what's up jd meowks um good to see you guys man let me pop over this chat so i can see what you guys are saying i think i think this will be the time i never really had a problem with it being a little bit more actiony well i guess maybe that kind of was where it started um but I mean, compared to like Resident Evil Five, I love Resident Evil Four. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil Five was was too over the top action, and um, there is something here. If you watch in this part of the trailer, now this is the one significant thing. They show this little teaser. There's some flashes of some images, and then it says PlayStation VR Two content uh, also in development. A lot of people, I think, Bad Robo, Petrifying Pumpkins pointed out that during those quick flashes, those are actually VR screenshots. And I and I tend to agree with them, and it's a good eye from them, good catch. Uh, the fact that it's screenshots, like I don't really care though. Um, it would be cool to see demonstrations of the gameplay, but still a cool little thing there, regardless, and a nice little catch by them that they found. Um, but the really the only significant thing about this is that they've uh, there's been a lot of speculation around it. Where they're talking about, um, they they're talking about reimagining this game to achieve the state of the art quality, uh, more modernized, like for 2023, and that's going to be really cool. I don't really mind them redoing the story a little bit if some stuff hasn't really aged well. I mean, it, I would be down for something similar, even for like Metal Gear Solid, if they ever end up remaking that, because while a lot of most of it is amazing some of it hasn't really aged too well and it's kind of cheesy and it could be done better. Um, but that's not an easy thing to do, but there's a screenshot from here and you'll see the difference 
Uh, I'll blow it up full screen here. Bam. I mean, this town looks really, really pretty, even if it's like dead and gross and whatnot. The graphical fidelity of this is going to be amazing. And I just, it'll be interesting to see how much they break it, uh, you know, how well they integrate it. But yeah, there's really not much other on this other than there's content and development. I think that there's just a, um, I think that there's still the exclusivity with Meta on Resident Evil 4. That or it's just not ready yet. Obviously, they announced that it has PSVR 2 support, but they had nothing to really show. I think it's just early, and I think it'll come later down the line. Um, but what will be ready, however, I think, and for the record, I'm going on record to say I think the full game gets VR support, and I'm going to play the shit out of it. JD Mac says Capcom leading the way as usual, right? Capcom does a great job. I, I was actually when they talked about third party um people being third party vendors or whatever being at um the state of play, I figured when it that didn't apply to VR. So it was nice to see um that there was some first party in there as well. But when they said third party, I was just like Capcom, please let Capcom be there. And the hope is that well, we'll get into that. Uh, Jay Meow, I almost thought I almost slowed it down and stuff and made a little video, but it's just, just pause it, (laughs) just go to it and just pause it. It's really, it's, it's the, the VR point of view stuff is cool and all. Um, but it's really nothing like special yet. It will be once we get to see some gameplay we'll see how they do the menu this time around, uh, see, see how they do some of the cut scenes. You know, Leon's not going to do a front flip and a half gainer. Uh, out of a window and it cut to third person. Hopefully all that stuff is first person, which would be really, really nice. Um, Time to play said you came to play the GameCube version when it came out. I I did too. Um, And when it came out on in VR on quest, I don't have a quest. Yeah. The quest version is all right. It's really, really good for quest. Um, But like I said, this, this being a remake from the ground up is going to make a huge difference. Uh, but next we have following up with that Capcom gave us resident evil village. Now this one, this is a smart move on Sony. This is a really, really smart move by Sony to do this because lady D, uh, Demestru, Demestru. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't played a game. I've been doing a complete media blackout on this game because I don't want any spoilers. And I want to experience it for the first time the way it's supposed to be. And we believed, man. We've been saying for two years. I have videos, I think, from two years ago saying that this will get VR support. Did I know that? No. But I believed. And if you believe, you achieve. <laughs> uh, but um, but this one, I think, is a big, big deal. I think this is a huge, huge headset seller because Resident Evil Village was kind of designed in a way where it was, it's a continuation of seven. So that was the first reason I was like dying to play it because I absolutely loved resident evil seven. It's one of the best VR games ever made. And it was just scary as all hell. What they did with this one, they toned down the scares just a little bit. They, they did make it a little bit more, I would say accessible to people. And, and then I think, 
this is one of the smartest decisions from Sony to acquire this as a VR game uh, because Lady D is a system seller. <laughs> it's a smart move, Sony. Well played. I think if there was one game uh, Capcom had to bring, it was this one um, because people are, are going to want to play it in VR for reasons. What up, Mark Smith? Underground Game Cat in the house. Papio. Uh, let's see here. I want to try to read your comments as much as possible, too. But I think, uh, yeah, I think this game will be huge. It's already on its way to outsell uh, Resident Evil 7, which is nice. Uh, means it's doing really, really well. Now, this is the thing, though, is I'm hoping. Um, oh, well, there's a lot of stuff in here. Let's let's break down. They did give us some actual details in the PlayStation blog. Um, they They say that it's going to look stunning with the 4K HDR headset. And, of course, utilizing the eye tracking. They'll be able to make it look really, really good. Check out the screenshot. Look at this screenshot and how good this looks. I mean, this is a quick little screenshot, and that looked good. That looks really, really good. That place is going to be beautiful. That mansion is going to be really, really beautiful in VR. And, you know, with stuff like eye tracking, they can optimize the graphical fidelity wherever you're looking to look the best. So it frees up a lot of CPU and GPU and that shit's going to look awesome. I'm super excited, but there's more. As you can see from the picture, and then I'll go back to the video as well. They actually show us gameplay with this one because I think this one is a lot more ready than it, uh, than resident evil four is, but both games, both hands are going to be represented in game using the orbs, the dual sense controllers, um, or it's just the sense controllers, PlayStation VR two sense controllers. We'll just call them the orbs for now using the orbs and you'll get to do some more dynamic actions because of it. Now, this is a big thing that Resident Evil seven didn't have. It didn't have move support. So we were all praying, you know, just like we believe this would happen. We also were hoping and praying that they would do it right, do how VR is supposed to be integrated, which is give you more sense of presence, more sense of immersion, and the sense controllers are going to help with that. Both hands are represented in-game, and they can be used for guarding, so you can like hold up your hands and guard attacks, which is really, really cool. And, of course, with the adaptive triggers, haptic feedback, that should be a little bit more fun. <clears throat> you'll be able to dual-wield stuff, and you'll be able to fire a gun while holding a knife, so you, uh, or hold a shotgun in one hand and a pistol in the other and things like that. Things that you couldn't do with the dual sense, uh, which is really, really cool. And it'll be interesting to see what other parts, like I said, I've done a complete media blackout. So this will be, I don't really know much about this game and that is on purpose. Uh, I don't really want to know anything until I play it. But the hope here is that this is using the Resi engine, the RE engine which is uh, they've been using for a while now. And a big part of it was designed so that you could, you know, they could port stuff to VR easier. And now they're going to keep adding these tools to this engine stuff for VR integration. And a lot of this stuff I'm hoping I think will happen, but I'm hoping uh, for now is that we'll see this engine tool, these engine tools applied to other resident evil games. So, Things like the dual wielding, things like having both hands represented will be can be easily more easily applied 
to games like eventually getting Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3. Uh, we already have the announcement of Resident Evil 4. And I would like a, a remaster of Resident Evil 7. I don't know the likelihood of that. I'm hoping they do. If if this stuff sells like crazy, I mean, they have to remaster 7. It's too good. And I know it's not as accessible to a lot of people out there because it's scary as hell. But they really, it deserves it. And and once they remaster it, it's good to go for life. So I really, really hope so. Um, let me see if I missed any comments here because I want to make sure I'm responding to you guys as well. Um, I heard somebody say, how do you think they will do the cutscenes? They seem a bit interactive. Yeah, well, that's um, something that Vader, Darth Vader, the game cat meow, um, said one thing that he pointed out that was really good, because he's played it like eight times, literally. And one thing he pointed out was that there was something they showed in the trailer that it was actually a cutscene, but it wasn't like a flat screen. So we're not going to have to worry about that. Um, there's going to be, from what we can tell here, it looks like rather than when there's a cutscene having like a, a little screen pop up, maybe it could still happen here and there for things that are just impossible to do but we know that at least when one part of the trailer there was a cutscene that was not a flat like theater screen thing it was just in the game and it was the it was happening around you so good sign there they're really really doubling down on this is what i'm what makes me so happy is they're figuring out what we want from vr and that is to you know break as little as immersion as possible sometimes it's okay when you have to but but we don't want that. We want games to be, at least I do. Maybe I should talk for myself, but I'm sure some most of you agree. I have nothing against like third-person games or you know motion sickness stuff, but usually I like all that off because it, it breaks the immersion, and uh, I just want it to be as immersive as possible. Um, what is up, David Regan? Uh, you just came back from the USA. <laughs> Very nice, man. Hopefully you enjoyed your time here in the States. Um, Capcom, we're saving this for the new heads. Yeah, we had been following Resident Evil 7, you know, Aesthetic Gamer leaked that it was in development for VR. But it, to, from what it sounded like, I mean, it just wasn't viable at this point. It was worth stopping development and, and just waiting for PSVR 2. And I think they did the right, I think it was the right call because we want a next-gen feeling game and this is going to feel next-gen as hell. Mako, what up, my dude? Good to see you. Chibizilla. Yeah, hoping Hitman gets motion controls as well. I totally agree. I think it will, maybe, um, unless they... I mean, they made so much goddamn money from Hitman. Uh, they have to have enough, and they should hopefully see and le and that what people are doing now and be able to adapt this as well because it'd be a great fit for Hitman. And by the way, Hitman 3 was incredible. And the entire trilogy is really good, too. It was really fun, even with the DualShock. Uh, of course, I prefer move controllers. Of course, I'm going to prefer the Sense controllers. But it was still really good and pretty mind-blowing. Um, time to play with GameCat says, no VR news on Dreams. Yeah, I'm still holding hope, though. That's like one of my next biggest wants is Dreams to get a PSVR 2 version. And, uh, and I think we will, man. I think we really, really will. Dreams has some amazing stuff still. I just updated my playlist, my top VR list, so make sure you go check that out when you get a chance. Um, but yeah, like I said, long story short, I hope Resident Evil Village uh, is just the beginning 
for the Resident Evil franchise coming to PlayStation VR 2. And I think it is, especially if it sells well. We don't know how they're going to do this, how they're going to sell it. Um, it could require, maybe if you own the game, there could be a fee, like a, a, a separate $10 fee or something. I'd be okay with that. Um, but there's also the chance that uh, it is a separate... I think they pointed out that in the PlayStation blog that there was pricing and stuff would be talked about later. So it's going to be a game by game basis when it comes to pricing. Uh, and you know, some developers are going to charge separate price. Some, some are going to charge, some are going to do it as a free update. We'll just have to wait and see, but I don't think you're going to be able to pin down just one for all. And because I think everyone's going to do something different, a different, uh, sales strategy. So we'll see how this turns out. But what I do know is that resident evil village on PSVR two We'll sell headsets and we'll sell a shit ton because it's a great, great fit. And it's a little bit more accessible than Resident Evil 7 in terms of like, you know, people not dying of heart attacks playing it. (laughs) And it still has some scares from what I hear, which is good. Um, Next game, we have uh, a lot of info on some really, really juicy info. And that's my people over there at Skydance Interactive. Saints and Sinners. The uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution. <laughs> that sounds like supersonic acrobatic rocket-powered battle cars. Remember that? Anyone? That was Rocket League before it came Rocket League. That's what it was called. They should really just change the name. Is it too late to change the name of this? Can they just change the name to Saints and Sinners 2? <laughs> Saints, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2? I don't know why they added the Retribution on it. I know what they're going for, but it's too long, man. And even even people are talking about that, like random people. Like I think it's time to just to just call it Saints and Sinners Chapter Two. <laughs> they really should. You keep the Saints and Sinners name. Um, but we got a lot of new info on this one. That's really really cool. And I was really impressed with this trailer. I was really happy with it. Um, let's see here. Awesome. Glad you had a great time here in the U.S., David Regan. Great to hear. Glad we treated you well. Time to play with Game Cats. Dino Crisis. Definitely be meant for VR. Uh, that guy is Will VR. What is up, my dude? Robert the Game Cat, good to see you. Um, okay, so. The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners Chapter 2. This is an interesting one. It's going to be coming to PSVR as well as PSVR 2. A lot of people were saying, oh, it says 2022. That's the PSVR 1 version. It's still coming to PlayStation VR 1, which is good. Um, what up, good boy, Jamie? Do great, man. How about you? Thank you for asking. There's a new story campaign in this game. There's new maps. There's new weapons and tools. And they're bringing back the physics-based combat, uh, as long as a bunch of new stuff. Uh, this is all info, like I said, from from the PlayStation blog. And... Um, there's some new items. There's some new attachments for weapons like silencers that you're going to be able to use and attach uh, to make it more stealthy. There's going to be SMGs, sawed off shotgun, and of course the chainsaw. Now we've learned a little bit about how the chainsaw will work. And basically it's going to be a little bit heavier, a little bit bulkier to use, but, and it also uses fuel. So my guess is you keep the chainsaw, but you'll have to get fuel for it and have to refuel it. And, I loved what I saw from this trailer. 
it is still set in New Orleans, and I and I would have liked to see a little bit more variety visually. Um, but there's a couple things. But it's just such a fantastic game that whenever you start playing it, it's just so fun, man. And it's it's like, yeah, I would like a cleaner city landscape or just completely post-apocalyptic landscape. Um, but New Orleans is fine for what it is. And the best part is they start out the trailer here from the top of the tower that we kept looking at that tower and saying, I want to go there, and now we get to, which is really cool. Um, the I've learned what the Russian guy is. If you saw the MetaQuest showcase, the Russian guy is called the Axeman, and he's basically, they're adding some new gameplay elements to this, to the game loop. Uh, throughout the campaign, you're going to be stalked by the Axeman, who is teased at the end. Spoiler alert, by the way. If you haven't finished Aftershocks, Saints and Sinners Aftershocks, maybe a minor spoiler. I don't, if you haven't played, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't care, but, um, but, uh, there's a guy that they teased with the new map and it's, he's called the ax man. And he's, I think that Russian guy, and he's going to basically be stalking you throughout the game. So he's going to be part of the story as well as part of, uh, the gameplay. And that should be really interesting. I like the idea. I wonder if he's going to be like invincible and you can't kill him. And it's going to be like, you have to just run away from him and survive. So, that will be really interesting to see if uh, how he ter- uh, is implemented and how much of the story in the story he plays a role. They're also having more walkers. So there was already a good bit of walkers in Saints and Sinners, but there's going to be more of them now. And they also said that there's going to be a little bit more complex battles. Now, the, now, like I said, the new big gameplay loop, however, is that you can now travel out at night. And what's interesting here is that they say new and old maps. So uh, I don't know this for sure, but from, from the PlayStation blog, it sounds like you can actually, we might have access or might be able to visit the original maps. And you can go out at night now. Now, there will be more Horde, uh, but there will also be more rewards. And, um, that's going to be really interesting. And it's also going to be, like I said, interesting, uh, Dan Keeper, there's not going to be co-op in this. I think if they do, a, if they did a full fledged sequel, then they would add co-op. Uh, and I think that's how that would happen. Maybe, uh, maybe if they make another one, um, it would be awesome for them to make another, uh, walking dead since it's, or just a walking dead game because of the, I think they do fantastic things with this IP. Um, and uh, that would be really, really cool. But it doesn't sound like any co-op so far. Maybe if it sells really well, they could do a co-op mode. Uh, that would be really cool. I would love to do like some kind of arena mode or something and have co-op. But that's highly unlikely right now anyways. Um, there's some new items like flares that you can use, uh, that you can shoot a flare and it'll the, the walkers will go after it. Uh, they've also tweaked and... Uh, enhance the zombies reactions so one thing we loved about the walking dead saints and sinners is that it had amazing physics based gameplay and uh you know the the visceral combat the way everything feels weighty and heavy they absolutely nailed the physics some of the best physics in vr period i never knew how important physics were for vr and immersion until playing saints and sinners and it really is like a benchmark title in that regard. Uh, they've actually improved that some. So different weapons are going to impact the zombies in different ways, at least as they're describing here. Um, 
they've tweaked that a little bit. And uh, I'm interested, really, first and foremost, to see the chainsaw. I want to see the chainsaw and how that works. And uh, I want to. I'm really, really hoping they haven't. We haven't seen any gameplay of the chainsaw actually cutting walkers up, but that's what I'm looking forward to. And I can't wait, man, because I want. I'm hoping they really nail the physics again, and um, and you get to do some chainsaw action. And like really carve them up good. Uh, thank you, Craig, for uh, subscribing, man. Welcome to the channel. Make yourself at home. Uh, and thank you, Robbie Joe Show, for the Australian five dollar donation. Says fine work, my good man. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. Hopefully, we get an aim controller for PSVR two. Nothing better than the feeling of the aim controller while playing Firewall. Totally agree. Um, so we can have a little sidebar real quick on that. But Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2, PSVR 2022, and PSVR 2 in 2023. As for accessories with the PlayStation VR 2, um, I think it's always been in Sony's DNA to have good accessories uh, for for their dev- for their consoles and their devices. I mean, PSVR itself is a <laughs> the best accessory ever made. Um but I think they will, as long as there's like, uh, depending on how the market goes and stuff, once things kind of calm down a little bit, they'll have the ability to add some new things. I could totally see us getting a new aim controller if if it calls for it. Um, and if not, I think there's other things they could go about doing. Um, it would be really, really interesting. I think I think what I would want more than an aim controller, hear me out, more than an aim controller possibly is like ankle tracking, like like ankle bracelets that give you that are tracked. And uh, I would love for them to nail, especially once PSVR eventually goes wireless, which it will once the technology is better um, and cheaper, I should say as well. Uh, I would love for them to get like ankle tracking and let that be part of the uh, the way that fighting games finally make their way. Because right now, arms are easy to do. Punching the shit out of stuff is so much fun in VR but they don't have a solution for kicking yet. And this makes it hard for games like Tekken or street fighter or things like that. I would love to see eventually as an accessory, I would love a name controller. Absolutely. But I would also like to see in the future, uh, some kind of ankle tracking devices where that allow us to do, uh, melee combat and kicking in, in games. I think that would be a really fun accessory and a lot of broken furniture. (laughs) Uh, finger articulation says Jamie Slark. Well, I got the finger touch detection right now. Um, so moving on to the next game, uh, we got an, a favorite of mine, which I just played earlier. Some of these that don't have a lot of info, we're just going to kind of touch base on because there's not really a lot of new info to learn or anything, but it's called no man's sky and i just streamed the leviathan update earlier got to see some space whales at the very end if you want to skip to it uh it was a lot of fun i was freaking out of all the announcements i think i freaked out the most to this because this is one of my favorite games of all time i've got my living ship right here behind me uh and i love spacex i love sci-fi i love exploration i love space and this game does all those better than any other game ever fight me I don't care what you say. This is the best exploration game ever made. 
And if there's a better one, let me know and let me go play it. <laughs> but um, I was really, really excited by this uh, because it took us a while to get No Man's Sky on PSVR or in VR, and we eventually did. But on PS5, you know, they eventually even updated it for PlayStation 5. And, yeah, it's it's like Scott Jessica says, or uh, Dan, wait, who said that? Good boy Jamie Gaming says it's incredible in VR. It really is. The game is, I love this game from day one. And with all the updates, it only got better. But then nothing even compares to playing this game in VR. It is absolutely incredible. It's an open universe sandbox with stories to do, with vehicles to fly, with animals to ride. There's so much to that you can do. There's not so much that you have to do. Um and then there's of course like a story mode, uh, but I think the biggest thing there's this is this game's not going to see the biggest jump ever on PSVR two, but there are some significant ways it's going to be enhanced, and that is likely like the draw distance, the density of the environments and stuff, and then of course the orb controllers. I mean, not only will there be joysticks, but there will be um, the uh, the haptic feedback, adaptive triggers. It'll be interesting to see with what they did there. Nobody has integrated a flat screen game into VR better than Hello Games and No Man's Sky. They just get it. They just know why it works. And one thing that's interesting, when this video replays, keep an eye on it, you actually see, obviously, all these trailers and stuff say PlayStation VR 2 is still in development. But if you look really closely in the corners of the beginning of this video, you'll see some of the eye tracking stuff. Some of the some of the like eye tracking like pop in and out. Um, you'll see stuff around the edges of the screen pop out, uh, which I didn't really see anybody talking about. Let's see, but you can you can see it right there. And I wonder if that's like a, kind of the the eye tracking at work there. But obviously, it's early. Um, there's still some time before release, so. I'm sure they'll get that fine-tuned, but just an interesting observation. But really excited about uh, No Man's Sky coming. I'm going to continue playing it just like I always do because it's one of my favorite games ever. Um, yeah, Scott Jessica says, no, yeah, if you, guys, uh, if you guys missed it, if anybody missed it, we did a full re- live reaction to State of Play on uh, PSVR Without Parole. You can go watch the video. It's got like 8,000 views. Um, good job, Brian. And uh, we were just... We were very, very excited, to say the least. I know I was. I was a little loud all the time, but that's kind of how I am. I'm kind of off and loud. Um, Kill Artist, the Dreamweaver GameCat says, uh, thank you so much for the donation, says, I'm in No Man's Sky right now, LOL. I need to take a break from Leviathan Expedition. I can save the progress, right? Yes, you can save your game. Uh, And you can continue. It's just if you die... Then you restart. Uh, I like the Leviathan Expedition. I like that it's a little bit different. Um, It's probably one of my least favorite updates. Like I've liked stuff like the. um, I've really liked stuff like the flying animals and riding animals, having pets, things like that. The mechs updates. This is still a great update, but it's probably one of my lesser favorites. There, I finally said something bad about No Man's Sky. Welcome, haters. (laughs) All right, and this brings us to the last game that was shown, and this is a big one. 
This is a being developed by Fire Sprite and Gorilla, and it is Horizon Call of the Mountain. And we've got lots of good new info on this one as well. And Nix is unsubscribed. Um, we actually have a lot more info on this game now. Now, first and foremost, it is absolutely stunning to look at. You see, like the them floating down the river and stuff there. This is probably going to be visually one of the best games at launch, I would think. This and Resident Evil 8, I think, are the biggest announcements from State of Play uh, in terms of what's good for VR. The Resident Evil 4 one was big, too. But it uh, it's it's they didn't show anything off yet. It's not ready yet. So this Horizon Call of the Mountain and, um, and uh, Resident Evil Village, I think, are the biggest mainstream getters right now as of this moment especially for people that don't know much about VR, but this looks phenomenal. We know that, uh, so let's, in regards to the new info, let's take a look here. Um, you're going to be playing as a character named Riaz, uh, who's a former shadow Karja warrior. And you, the story you're following is basically, it's him trying to redeem himself. Uh, I guess he was a prisoner and, uh, He's a prisoner that has been let go or released. Maybe they needed his skills because they talk about him being a master of climbing and archery. And so I guess they need his skill set to find out what's going on. It sounds like to me this is taking place between Horizon Forbidden West and Horizon Zero Dawn because they talk about like a plague um or something. They say like what is that? We got to we need your help to find out what's happening with the machines and and whatnot, and that is a big part of the Forbidden West story. So I'm guessing this leads up to Forbidden West. Uh, but they say he's a master of climbing and archery, which is you know part of the story intertwined into the story. Why they're kind of bringing together why you're climbing these mountains, and and um, basically because you you're the one that's capable. So I'm guessing they break you out of prison or something and they get you to do this because you're the only one capable. Uh as they climb up they face things like the Thunderjaw which made me so excited. They see him fighting the birds and stuff. I haven't played Forbidden West yet. I'm I'm waiting. Uh but now I guess I can because this seems to take place in between, but I haven't played Forbidden West yet. Uh, so I don't know some of the names of the, the birds are in there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this is going to be pretty incredible. Obviously this is going to be a, both a mix of a game as well as something to really show off the tech, show off the hardware, show off what the PS five is capable of. This is a, a first party production. So fire Sprite studios is now a first party game. I love seeing all the animals and whatnot walking around here in the beginning. It looks so freaking beautiful. Oh my God. Let me, um, let me bring up this screenshot real quick. Now this is an in-game image. Look at this, man. This is, it says captured on PSVR two in the bottom, right? Just look at the foliage, look at the, the environment and everything. This isn't even in VR yet. This isn't even witnessing it in VR yet. But look how dense that is. With a 4K headset, you're going to be able to see all of that detail as well. And it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Um, and there's an interesting thing about this picture and this river ride, which we'll get to in a second. But I just had to show off this screenshot from that was captured in-game. 
because wow. I mean, that just looks super impressive. Um, <laughs> Nick Mueller says, I hope he's also a master of karate and friendship. <laughs> um, let's see here. Let me make sure I'm, uh, thank you, Joshua Taylor for stopping by my dude. Uh, much love to you, man. Thank you. Dr. Dance. Welcome. Uh, anybody else I missed too. Welcome guys. Glad you uh, dropped by. Um, okay. <laughs> AJ, you should do a deep dive on the trailer. It's so amazing. This game. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you see right now, even the thunder jaw, the fighting, there is full locomotion in this. It doesn't look like it's going to be open world. It looks like it's going to be a little bit more linear, but I think that's okay because you're following a story and I don't think I know I would want it to be open world. I know a lot of people would, but if you think how they did this, they were really smart about it and they intertwined it being linear with the story, which is you're climbing up a mountain, but it's also going to lead to a lot of exciting things. Like you see them zip lining and doing a lot of actiony stuff. So they're 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 doing they're making the best out of it i think they for not being open world um and it's gonna look visually it seems like it looks open world you just if you try to traverse all over that you're gonna fall off the side of a mountain so it's gonna be intense and and really really fun but um they said that there's also gonna be various tools and weapons you use in the game so it's not just the bow and arrow you're gonna be using in this i'm interested to see what else they let you use because in Horizon Zero Dawn, there's there's a fair amount of weapon variety. There's, you know, it's it's not like a traditional first-person shooter game where there's, like, a pistol, a shotgun, a thing. There's, like, different tools and weapons that, you know, stuff that you, like, strap down animals and, and take them out that way. Um, one of the biggest new surprises that I thought was really cool is that they said that you're going to... There's crafting in this game. So... There was a game that most of you know, Song in the Smoke, that came out, and it really was the first game to demonstrate um, why, like, physically crafting your tools and everything can be really, really fun and cool. And I think that's going to be the case here. And uh, yeah, so it'll be nice. There, that's just going to be one more thing that they use for immersion, where you can physically craft your weapons and tools. Um, that'll be interesting, but a nice little touch. Um, uh, I think there's also, let's see. Uh, yeah, they said that we're going to meet new characters and old characters, including Aloy. Aloy will make an appearance in here. So that'll be cool. Kind of tie in the story. I think, I'm guessing that's where, I wouldn't be surprised if it was even like the end of the game or toward the end of the game that you team up with Aloy and maybe you give her the info about what's going on and, and the plague spreading around and stuff. But that's going to be really cool. Um, the way they... The way they tie that in will be really interesting. Tom Flesh Eater Gaming, what's up, dude? Um, but uh, so finally, this is the this is the last thing that they gave us from the PlayStation blog that I thought was really cool. A lot of people, when they first showed them going down the river, a lot of people were like, "Oh no, it's not going to be like a like a rails on rails experience, is it?" No, of course not. But the cool thing that we learned is that there is, in fact alongside the main story, there's going to be an immersive river ride experience. And this is supposed to be something that you can stick family and friends into or, and watch them react or, you know, and it's, it's like one of those things like the PlayStation VR worlds, like ocean descent. They're kind of doing like this 
uh, take a ride through uh, the Horizon universe and and Gaia is what it's called, I think. Um, or is that Final Fantasy? Now I'm confused. They both start with G's, I think. <laughs> but um, it's gonna be really interesting to have that little side mode. And I hope that there's more than one. And I hope they're like different intensities. But they talk about that the. It sounds like there could be different intensities, but I. This will be really interesting. They talk about it being chill, but then also the boat getting overrun by stuff. I'm guessing that's what they show in the trailer where like the snap moth flip, flips the boat. Um, I'm wondering how they're, it sounds like they, they made a full experience out of this little river ride. And, and I think it's a great idea. I think it should be really fun, really beautiful. And hopefully there's like a little bit of action too. Everybody chose the the shark. So it's it's Gaia in Horizon as well. Both Final Fantasy. What is with games always calling their world Gaia? <laughs> um, Dan Kiefer says it's like Deliverance with Dinobots. Let's just hope there's no love scene. Let's just hope that there's no love scene. I don't want to be immersed in a in a Dinobot love scene. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So I mean, like this trailer looks amazing, and the game looks like a really really fun. I wouldn't expect something the scale the scope of a traditional horizon game, but I think that they're going to make this a really, really, really good action adventure title. And it's, it's looking, uh, it's looking really, really fun and exciting. So I'm excited about that. Here, let's get rid of this trailer. Old Darth. Uh, but yeah, closing thoughts here. Sony absolutely crushed it with the state of play. They, they were able to successfully Trojan horse some PSVR two uh, in there. And, not piss everybody off. Everybody was really excited because they gave them stuff. And I really hope this is just the beginning, which it seems like it is just the beginning where we'll be able to have these presentations and, and VR gamers and non VR gamers can get along. (laughs) I actually did like some of their non VR stuff too, even though I don't really, you know, probably not going to play it as much, but um, I did think that their non VR gaming stuff was good as well, uh, which I think helped. If they would have shown just VR and then a bunch of crap titles that were flat, people would have been really pissed. So they they executed this perfectly. Um, and it seems like, you know, we know that there's 20-plus launch games in the works. So this is only five, of likely, of those 20. Uh, it's uh, You know, and m- all these might not even be launch titles. Maybe Resident Evil 4 won't be, but uh, these are all seeming like their launch or near launch. I think horizon will be launched. I think no man's sky will be launched. Uh, walking dead saints and sinners two will be launched. And then basically all of them, except for resident evil four, I think are guaranteed to be launch games. Um, now let me get to some of these questions before we get out of here. Um, old Darth, uh, what up? ET.2K9. Now. Um, yeah, the combat should be pretty good. It, it seems like there's going to be some ducking, some crouching, some things like that. Uh, in the game obviously they can't do like the rolling stuff because again somebody's gonna tumble into their coffee table and hurt themselves they got to find ways around that there's it's it's not as difficult as it seems even if they there's a couple options they can either just tailor make the things i mean there was a part where i think the dinosaur the the thunder jaw or something swung its tail at you and you duck you know maybe you can do ducking you can dodge a little bit to the left and right where they can slam down attacks and you can just slightly dodge left and right. You can get a little body movement in there. 
Um, and it'll work just fine. And it'll be super fun. Uh, but old Darth says Sony still has a lo- uh, has work to do selling VR. Yes, they do. On other gaming channels, people complained about floaty hands and still not sure if calling the mountains on rails. Um, that's interesting. Now, uh, in terms of the floating hands thing, I, I personally, I know it's kind of split down the middle uh, here. I personally like full IK which means got the arms, got the body, and everything. I find that more immersive. I can understand that it gets a little janky and goofy sometimes, but why not just have the option? Just have an option for the full IK, and if they don't like it or if it doesn't match with you or if your arms are coming out of your neck, just turn it off. That's the best way to handle that, I think. Um, I it, it's But we've seen tons of people do it, and, and all my favorite games uh, in terms of like – the um, immersing your body or whatever, <laughs> getting immersed and looking down. I like to look down and see my body, see my arms, examine the details on my uh, body and stuff. I think it's definitely the way to go. Um, I have, I'm, I think it's just more immersive than floating hands. But again, options, options, options. Um, as for if people still think this is on rails, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, that's that's kind of on them at this point. We know that VR has full locomotion, and there's uh, you know they they could have shown something else, but the floating hands thing I can understand, but not not the uh, other stuff. Um, need to graphically upgrade Skyrim for PSVR two. That would actually be really nice, Jamie Slark, um, because Skyrim on PS five in VR uh, has a little bit of a texture pop in problem, a uh, little LOD issues. And Saints and Sinners actually went back to their game and updated the game to help the pop-in. I guess because it's an SSD now and it was designed for an HDD uh, that the pop-in is, like, really intense. And it's just really annoying and immersion-breaking. It's an eyesore. So, yeah, I would love to see them do that for Skyrim as well. Plus, add joysticks, maybe a better menu system, something. But Skyrim is still a possibility, even though they're owned by Bethesda now. Um, It's still a possibility. As long as they can still make money off of it. But we'll see what happens. Um, all right. Tom for it. Flesh of your game. He says, give me the forest. Well, yeah, that would be cool. Oh, Nick Milo was saying earlier that you're going to meet Aloy. Maybe you'll meet Aloy and she'll give her your focus. I really think at some point you'll get a focus in this because otherwise it's a huge missed opportunity to, to do some cool, like putting your hand up by your ear and, and some visual effects uh, that would m- look really, really cool with horizon. So I, uh, I tend to agree with you there. Uh, Nick, um, handling the combat we touched on <laughs> shape. said, I would also like to romance Aloy at some point. I've never been into those games where you romance people. Like I love dragon age, but the romance part was like, I didn't give two shits about that. Um, I've never really been crazy about that. Old Darth says, too bad Callisto Protocol is not in VR. Yeah, when I saw that in third person, I didn't think Callisto was going to be first person VR, but oh well. Um, what up, Miles Dyer in the house tonight? Good to see you, homie. Um, let's see here. Let's see if there's anything else here before we get out of here for the day. want to address any questions. I want to talk to you guys a little bit. Um, there's a doge mechanic in horizon VR 
before you were attacked. Huh. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. But man, I am super excited. I, I think uh, absolutely the best state of play Sony has done yet and really got the messaging right. Really proud of what they showed for, for PSVR. Really repped them PSVR in a good way. Uh, finally, re-perfected insanity. By far, to me, the best mechanics were in Sirento. Uh, not one game close. Any news on anything in the future for PSVR 2? Um, first of all, I do love the look. I think Sirento does have some of the best locomotion in uh, for PSVR 1. There was another game that I also said I really liked. I don't remember what it was. Um, but... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I, I tend to agree. They're going to probably bring their Hellsweeper game, which is like Devil May Cry and Sirento mixed. So I really hope to see that game. I think they will, and uh, I think we'll get that one. Um, <clears throat> Chen Muso uh, says, Call the Mountain will be like parkour, blood, and truth with arrows, sort of. Close enough. Yeah, sort of. Um, but... Uh, Let's see here. Anything else? Anything else? Darth Vader, the game cat in the house, speak of the devil, and he shall appear with the 999 donation. Says, now we look to the horizon of Summer Games Fest. Hopefully we'll see something there. Yeah, as for what to expect moving forward, um, obviously these were just the first announcements, and there's a lot more to come. Uh, I'm really hoping to get, like, you know, some more announcements. I don't, I wouldn't, I think Summer Games Fest is mostly going to be flat screen centric. Um, but it would be nice to get a couple VR things here and there. Um, stuff like this Modern Warfare 2 rumor, I'm not really buying it just yet. I, I, I'm, I would expect that to not happen. Although, never say never, um, because a big emphasis on this gen is going to be AAA quality third-party, first-party games uh, that are now playable in VR, which is super cool. Um, and there's just there's endless possibilities. Anything, Any game we see now... Unlike the PS4 generation, any game we see, we can now go, hey, we want to play that in VR, and it could happen. <laughs> Anything is possible. Um, so that's going to be just one of the other things. But, but yeah, there's still a lot of games that need to get announced um, between first party, third party. You know, I'm, um, I'm really hoping for Dreams to get an update. We still haven't heard anything about Half-Life Alex, which I think Half-Life Alex has to come to us. Gran Turismo 7 is like almost guaranteed. The reason we haven't seen Gran Turismo 7 is because Polyphony Digital is always super late in doing everything. The Gran Turismo always gets delayed and they usually end up with a nice product in the end. But uh, I think Gran Turismo is another going to be another staple uh, because I think that's an uh, another huge system seller for PSVR 2. Um, they likely just need more time with it. Give us the full game. Don't give us a a little crappy mode um, because that game has some of the best physics as well. And it would be really awesome. But I think we'll get Gran Turismo seven half-life Alex announcements down the line, maybe closer to launch. There's a rumored September uh, event. So maybe, maybe something closer to the launch of PlayStation VR two, um, which we, you know, know is quarter one, 2023. I know a lot of people are hoping for 2022 that don't want to believe us, but look, man, at the end of the day, you can look at all the freaking market analyst, uh, the supply production people, uh, their guesses as much you want. But when we hear it from Sony, uh, I think that's got more weight to it. So um, that's when to expect it. Quarter one, 2023. If anything, I don't think it would get it would be amazing if it gets 
pushed up sooner. I don't think that's happening. I think if anything, it can only go backwards. So let's hope that it just it stays at quarter one, 2023, which it will most likely. Um, there's, there's nothing I could see, but, but it's going to be amazing, man. And this showcase was, was awesome. I can't wait to see more. I, I hope to see more games tacked on to state of plays and I hope to see more state of plays of this caliber. Uh, because, and it's amazing to me that they haven't been doing this the whole time. They've usually been showing stuff like this in the PlayStation blog and then showing like a bunch of smaller stuff on, on state of plays. And it's like, no, you need to do the opposite. Show PSVR two on the state of plays. Keep the little stuff to the PlayStation blogs that like nothing against those games, but the, not all those games are always ready for prime time. PSVR two is ready for prime time and the spotlight as so same with uh, some of the other games like Final Fantasy 16 and stuff. But guys, thank you for joining me on Interactive Chat Volume 14. I had a lovely time talking to you. This hour flew by so fast. Um, and I just I can't wait to talk more about PlayStation VR 2. There's so much exciting stuff to look forward to. And this is only the beginning. If you, you know, were worried about some of the games that were shown or whatever, don't. Because this is just the beginning. There's so much more to see, and it's going to be amazing. So you guys have a wonderful rest of the night, and I will see you again very, very soon. Love you guys. Take it easy. Underground out.